Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast, number 33, the master number, my life path number, the Christ consciousness number, is about taking your consciousness into your own hands. It's about those suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, which I used to have. Bad. It's about meditation. There's some other shit involved in this podcast. I hope you guys like it. I jumped around a lot. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Esoteric Gladiator. Enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I'm the pimp with the limp, Jeremy Lipsy. I'm at house with the most, Jeremy Lipsy, of course. Um, So, yeah, haven't cut a podcast in over a week, and, uh, you know, I'm out there knowing my listeners are thirsting for me to give them a drop of water, a drop of this this knowledge this bullshit I think is knowledge. So, anyways, what the hell am I going to talk about today? Uh, well, I've been thinking about talking about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, I'm just going to freestyle it off the dome. Sometimes I study shit. Sometimes I freestyle it off the dome. Today's going to be a freestyle it off the dome type of day. Um... And uh, I'm just gonna just gonna go through some of, you know, what I believe gave me post-traumatic stress disorder, and uh, how I feel like I cured it, and and the symptoms that I had, you know, before curing it, and things like that. So, you know, I lived a, a wild life. You know, I grew up in an abusive household. Um, on, you know, borderline gang neighborhoods and, uh, you know, Burbank, North Hollywood borderline. I grew up fighting, um, and, uh, you know, dealt with, uh, with an alcoholic cocaine addict father. Um, he was a construction worker, so I can, I'm sure you can imagine what childhood was like, uh. You know, he's sober now, and he's, he's a really good dude, um, and, and I love him to death, and I'm grateful for every bit of whatever we went through together. I don't regret a single bit of it, uh, but, uh, you know, and I know he would do it differently if he could take it take it all back and do it all over, um, and I would raise my child differently than I was raised, and that's what, that's what we do as evolved people is, is we... We see the problem and we fix it. You know, if, you know, when we're younger, we got to learn from our mistakes. Some people don't learn for their, from their mistakes. They're fucking idiots their whole lives. Um, and uh, But, you know, some people learn from their mistakes. And then when you get older and you get wiser, you learn from the mistakes of others. Which is exactly while I sit back and I watch the bullshit and drama unfold... And the pop culture, mainstream media, and I watch all these fucking idiots get involved, you know, for causes that they're not doing what they say they're doing, 
Okay, if you're ben- you know, you're 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 giving money to specific causes, it's enriching other people, people that probably don't have anything to do with those causes. So I stay the fuck out of the political, um, pop culture, media wars as much as possible. I'm not going to go protest on the street for some guy that I didn't know who in the end winds up being a fucking criminal and, and a scumbag. You know, I'm tired of, uh, of, of our, our society fucking, you know, coming to the aid of criminals that get themselves fucked up by cops. You know what I mean? Stay the fuck away from police. You won't have to worry about getting fucked up by a cop. But, hey, man, people want to praise the criminals and they want to act like the criminals are victims and they want to release the criminals from prisons. And and because of COVID, even though we're supposed to quarantine indoors and maybe they should just be handing out masks in the prison since the masks supposedly work so good. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'm I'm going off on a tangent. Uh, but hey, man, you know, psychological warfare and all that shit. Uh, so anyways, back to the story about PTSD. So, yeah, I grew up in a crazy household. Um, you know, all my friends were skateboarders and gangbangers and, uh, shit, man. Uh, you know, uh, by the time I was 15, I was getting locked up, put in Juvenile Hall, East Lake Juvenile Hall, Los Padrinos Juvenile Hall, uh, Silmar Juvenile Hall, you know, then eventually I was in Camp Challenger, and then Camp Glen Rocky, and I fucked up so bad, I got refiled on from Camp Glen Rocky, which was the... The the bottom of the barrel for fuck-ups, man. Once you fuck up in Camp Glen Rocky, you're going to CYA, the Youth Authority. And uh, So anyways, I turned a six-month prison or a six-month county camp jail stint into a, basically a six-year state fucking gladiator journey. You know, uh, and, and from all that shit, from all the fighting, all the violence and, and all the chaos and, and, and the loneliness and, and the despair and, and anger and anxiety and weapons and riots and, and all the bullshit getting jumped in a bathroom till I literally pissed my pants cause I thought I was going to die. Uh, you know. And I wasn't a stranger to fighting at that point. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I'd never used a weapon till I went to jail. I'd never uh, really had to. Um, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, so all the crazy bullshit that happened from childhood up just kind of collected in my consciousness, and, uh, you know, I, I remember probably from about the age of 17 to, uh, you know, or maybe even sooner, 15 to 35, I had nightmares, and they wouldn't go away, and, uh, you know, when I when I paroled from jail, 
they brought me to East LA and I would go to sleep from, you know, to the sounds of fucking gunshots. You know, there I was off Whittier and Olympic basically across in the cemetery. I was pretty much the only gavacho in that area, even though I'm not a straight gavacho. Um, everybody thinks I am, which is fine. I don't give a fuck. Um, cause it's all just a shell anyways. We're all just, we're all just energetic beings under shells. And if you judge a book by a cover, then you're the fucking idiot. Not the, the, the book. Uh, so yeah, man. So I go to sleep hearing gunshots go off and, you know, Cuatro Flats, Third Street, East LA Trece, all those guys were down there. And, uh, you know, I got chased one night. I was going to get a burrito. I got chased up the street by, I think, I think it was Cuatro Flats. I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't do shit. I just showed, I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. They seen a, a, a pale skinned motherfucker and they thought I had money. All I had was 10 bucks on me, and I knew if all I had was 10 bucks, these motherfuckers would beat the living dog shit out of me because they would have been hoping for more money, but all I got is 10 bucks on me. So it probably would have just pissed them off. Um, you know, uh, I'm not going to get into all the crazy, you know, shit that I did, uh, you know, I've battery packed people. I've I've thrown chairs at people. Um, I've hit people in the head with locks and socks, master locks. Um, I uh, hit somebody in the head with a shovel, and and then stabbed at them in the chin with it. Uh, I didn't really have a choice. These these were all. I was never really the type of guy to just go out and look for violence. That's never been my shit. The the thing with me was is I was terrified of it, so it came to me. And in my life, I believe that I believe in the Creator of all things. I'm not an atheist. I think that's stupid. If you limit your intelligence to the tangible, well, that's all you stay. You just stay on the surface. You never go deeper than the tangible. Uh. There is a great spirit. There is a great mystery. Something did create all this, and I say this as a creator, as an artist. So, you know, uh, yeah, man, I I had to do some pretty fucking rotten shit, and uh, you know, I, did, I I like I said, I, I wasn't I wasn't really seeking out the violence. It was it was some nasty motherfuckers. You know, some criminals from L.A. They grew up on the streets, the gang neighborhoods of L.A. and a lot w- way harder neighborhoods than I did and way way harder households than I did. Like, you know, I don't... Like, when I talk about my childhood, I'm not complaining about it. What, what I'm doing is I'm just... I'm sharing it, you know what I mean? I have nothing to complain about, you know? I'm grateful for every time my dad put his foot in my ass. You know what I mean? Like, I look back at that shit as a learning lesson, as is something that helped toughen me up and callous me and prepare me for what I was going to go through because I'm under the belief when I look at who I am, even if I would have grown up with loving parents or whatever, I would have still caused some kind of trouble, dude. I, I know me and my temperament. You know, there's a lot of people that grow up in nice households with mommies and daddies that never beat their asses and, and, uh, they wind up doing illegal shit. And going to jail. I know because I met some of these people. And a lot of these people were punks, dude. They they had no 
concept of violence or anger or anything like that. I did. So by the time I hit jail, I was already aware of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, That doesn't make it right. But unfortunately, in the world that I grew up in and the world we live in, well, well, now we live in a fucking world of beta cucks and people who don't know what gender they are. You know, I mean, whatever, whatever your sexual identity is, I'm fine. As long as you're not hurting little kids and anything. But I'm not going to sit here and deny fucking the man, woman, or hermaphroditic genders. There's three genders. There's man, there's woman, and there's hermaphrodites, Okay. There's your gender fluids. Your original gender fluids are the hermaphrodites. Um, you know, so whatever you want to identify as, that's cool. Just don't expect me to agree with you. Like, I'll, I'll out of respect, I'll tell, oh, yeah, oh, you're well, cis, fluid, non-binary, whatever the fuck. Sure, man, but uh, I'm not going to agree with you. Like, if it comes down to it, gun to my head, yeah, there's, there's three genders. There's man, there's woman, and there's hermaphrodite. There's cells that prove that. If you deny science... You know, which I wouldn't blame you for a lot of times because we know a lot of science is bullshit. But there's certain certain things that are settled in science that that have nothing to do with the destruction of the planet, and they have everything to do with knowing. Which I would say, masculine, feminine polarities and 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 life is uh, all to do with knowing. Uh, anyways, uh, man, I'm rambling today, man. I. And I don't feel that tired. I just feel a little scatterbrained. I don't know why that is. I felt like I got a good night's sleep. Anyhow. So. Yeah, dude. Freaking. Uh, I'm grateful for what I went through as a kid. My dad prepared me. He showed, he, you know. He gave me a crash course in how to deal with people bigger than me. Uh, which always didn't, you know. Didn't work. Always. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, he, he got me into uh, Muay Thai when I was 13 as well. It was 12 or 13, I don't remember. Uh, but I got to train it for two, two and a half years. Before I got locked up, my, my original coach was Saxon Jinjiri. He's a world champion. I believe he trains out of Texas now. Uh, Krupak, Kruvut, um, and these guys were, were, were Muay Thai world champions, raised in Thailand. And uh, they trained me at MTA, the Muay Thai Academy in North Hollywood, off Van Owen and Vineland. I believe that's, no, that's, uh, was it? Yeah, yeah, Vineland and Van Owen, I believe it was, or Oxnard. I don't fucking remember. It's been years. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, so I got a little bit of, uh, technique under my belt before i got locked up i mean that shit didn't always help because hey man some motherfuckers are just natural born fighters you know they've been growing up in the streets of compton and watts you know fighting their whole lives getting you know you know getting fucked up in bad ways and fucking people up in bad ways man i mean shit dude these guys are just natural born maniacs dude so you know my buddy mike was a pro pro boxer and my buddy Benny was like a fucking collegiate, you know, wrestler, you know, in college. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he did it in high school, too. And Benny outweighed my buddy Mike by probably about 40 pounds. Uh, and uh, they wrestled. 
And Mike held him off for like 11 minutes before Benny was able to tap Mike. So Mike just had this natural, nasty, fighting, willpower ability. Even though he was a boxer, had no experience with ground game, jiu-jitsu, grappling, nothing like that. You know, he was able to hold Benny off for 11 minutes before he tapped him. So anyways, post-traumatic stress disorder. So anyways, yeah, man, I, I lived a wild fucking life, dude. You know, you know, there's there's multiple periods where I had to fight somebody buck naked in a fucking sh- in in a sh- in a six person shower with just shower shoes on, slipping and sliding all over the fucking uh, stall. You know, before getting maced up or fucked up by uh by cops. You know, and this is shit that I didn't want to do. I didn't really have a choice a lot of times. You know, or that was the only time I could. You know. You know, green light this motherfucker or whatever. You know, it's not shit that I wanted to do. It's I never wanted to do it. I had to do it a lot of times. And and I knew I had to do it. And me not wanting to do it and knowing I had to do it, knowing that, you know, looking back on all that shit, it was me, you know, the creator of all things, putting me in positions. It was like, you're going to face your fears, dude. You're going to do it. You're going to do this. Now, I remember I lived in Hawaii, and, and I used to do organic farming and working in the garden and landscaping, man, and centipedes would be crawling on me, and I never got bit. And I remember one time saying, oh, God, please, you can, I'll get bit by a centipede. You can have them bite me. It's okay, but please, whatever you do, don't let them bite me while I'm sleeping in bed. Well, lo and behold, I got bit by a centipede. Where, where the fuck do you think I was? Sleeping in bed. It's like, so the creator of all things knows. Another good example was, I remember I was in Juvenile Hall. I was in Los Padrinos Juvenile Hall out there, and it was, uh, shit, what the fuck is the name of that city? Uh, not, I I don't remember, fucking, uh, but, uh, I remember looking out the window and rubbing my fingers on the the, the grated screen because the, the screens were super thick and thinking like, you know, I'd only been in there for like two or three months and I was like, damn, man, God, please don't ever make me do, you know, more than six months. I could never do, you know, how do people do three years? There's no way I could ever do that. I remember specifically saying three years. Well, God made me do double that. Six years. Five years and 11 months. So it's like any time I've been like, oh, God, please don't. You know, God's like, well, we're going to show you how strong you are. You're going to see how resilient you are. Right? Mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. So... Yeah, man, fuck yeah, and, uh, you know, the life I live led me to having every single night horrific nightmares, you know, just fucked up nightmares, and, uh, you know, that, that led me to about the age of 33, 
34. No, no, it was 34. And, uh, you know, because I'm superstitious and I know that, uh, you know, we live under a gigantic clock, you know, the moon and the sun and the constellations and all that. And, you know, this is a clock. This is a clock. This is, this is nature's clock. So when New Year's hit, things change, right? Uh, so at 34, my grandma dies. Uh, I lose my job. Me and my girlfriend break up. My life just turns into a country music song. Right? <clears throat> so, I, uh, I start tattooing out of my house, out of my garage. I remodeled it, turned it into a one-person tattoo studio. This is when I was living in North Hollywood and, and the NoHo Arts District. Um, shit. I was 34. So, this was, shit, this was 10 years ago. And, uh, yeah, man, fucking, uh, my life was falling to pieces and lo and behold, I started having nervous breakdowns where I would get so hot. It felt like my whole body was melting and I would panic and sweat and just be full of fear. And because I'm psychic and empathic, I naturally believed something was going to happen. And when nothing happened, it really fucked with me because I'm so used to being aware and, and able to read the sensations on my body and apply that to my surroundings as a psychic, as an intuitive, as an empath. And lo and behold, nothing was happening. And that happened to me about three times. And uh, that was after I lost my job, my grandma, who... You know, I spent a lot of time with her as a kid, you know, with being in a broken home, like the great escape was going to my grandparents' house because they loved me. They didn't mistreat me. They treated me with, you know, dignity and honor. And, and uh, you know, I was always an artist. My grandma was an artist. She always had me cooking with her and painting and gardening and doing all these projects. And, uh, you know... uh Basically helping me cultivate the good sides of myself. And uh, so she died. Um, and then, you know, I lost my job and my lady. And uh, shit just wasn't going well. So started having these nervous breakdowns. And then I'm in the middle of a nervous breakdown. And my buddy, my buddy Terrence T-Rex calls me in the middle of a nervous breakdown. And he could hear my voice he's like what's the matter man this and i'm like i'm not doing good bro i'm having some serious issues and he's like well well look man that's why i called you i just did this 10-day silent meditation vipassana and that's why i'm calling you and i said oh okay shit i've heard about this give me all the information i'm gonna go he's like yeah you were the first person i thought about it i've, I've you know i've I figured you could use this. And I was like, dude, I probably can. I've heard about it. It sounds crazy. It's a 10-day silent meditation. It's actually, I believe it's nine days of silence. I've done it. I've done three of them now. Uh, I've done three 10 days, and I've done uh, three three days now. So uh, 
yeah, I've got a, I've got a collective of almost uh, forty days under my belt. Uh, actually, I served at a couple of those, so I got a collective of over thirty days. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, fucking. Yeah, uh, I went and I did this Vipassana thing, and on the seventh day, I mean, oh shit, let me just say this. So I was constantly on red alert, which means I was constantly always ready to fight. You know, from the time I left jail to this moment, you know, to, to not now, but to the moment, you know, when I was 34 before I did this meditation, when I was having these nervous breakdowns, I was ready to fight all the time, even though I didn't have to fight. Um, I was just, and I wasn't looking for fights. I just was prepared, right? I just always thought somebody was out to get me. Um, I, you know, the nightmares were, were continuing, dude. Horrible nightmares. Um, uh... You know, I was up and down, had a hard time sleeping. A lot of times I didn't want to sleep. Was was really, really addicted to pornography. Wanted to jerk off all the fucking time. Yeah, I'm keeping it real, y'all. I was smacking my meat. Um, So, you know, tried smoking weed. I mean, I was a huge weed smoker for a long time, but then I, I quit for a while. And then I tried smoking again to curb the anxiety and the PTSD. And it didn't work. All it did was make me, you know, depressed and anxious again. And, uh, man. So, what happens is, I have all, I, I go online and I take two tests on PTSD. Turns out, I got all the symptoms, right? You know, fucking, and, uh. So when my buddy reached out to me about this meditation, I went and I did it. And lo and behold, within seven days of me being there, I started to have dreams that I was flying again. I used to have dreams all the time when I was young about me flying. And I would wake up and I would, and I remember in the dreams, I would feel the wind beneath my arms and whipping through my ears. You could hear... You know how that shit sounds when you're riding your bike up the street and it's just, it's whipping on your ears and shit, right? Yeah, man. And I would hear that in my dreams and I could feel the currents of the wind and I'd be flying and I remember, man, they were my favorite dreams, right? That and wet dreams. You know, our buddy love a wet dream. Um, but, uh. Frickin', uh, man, the flying dreams came back, and I hadn't had one of those in over 20 years. And uh, and then after that point, the bad dreams stopped. And, man, I'm telling you now, I mean, I, here we go. This is 10 years later. I don't really have bad dreams anymore. They just they don't have... Sometimes they're exciting and they're action-packed, but, man, I ain't having these violent, fucked-up, serial killer, fucking prison nightmares anymore it just it doesn't happen and, and if it is yeah i mean you know what I, I take that back i have you know maybe once a month or something i have a bad dream or maybe once every few months but i'm i still meditate a lot now so i don't know i'm in my subconscious a lot dude which is always conscious so yeah man so by the time i leave right because what had happened was is I realized that from being in jail for so many years, a collective of close to eight years of my life were spent in jails and institutions, um, 
I had trained my mind to think in reverse because I was always thinking about the past, reliving memories, thinking about times that I was getting high or making out with chicks or whatever I was doing. I was living in the past. And uh, so for the whole time I was in- incarcerated, I was living in the past. So I trained my mind to think in reverse. So I couldn't let shit go. I was constantly hurting over ex-girlfriends or angry about shit that happened to me from childhood. And I started to let that shit go. And I started to realize, damn, dude, like you've been living a badass lifestyle for the last, you know, six, seven years tattooing, smashing hot chicks, fucking making money, doing art for a living. Living that fucking badass fucking rock star lifestyle out in L.A. and Hollywood Boulevard and all these places. And you haven't even been enjoying it. You've been too busy stuck on the past. So this shit helped me let that go. And, you know, that's why, like, like when I hear people suffering with post-traumatic stress disorder and they want to smoke weed, I'm like... Yeah, that's a cool Band-Aid. Sure, that's a better Band-Aid than pharmaceuticals, but it's still a fucking Band-Aid. You know what I mean? And maybe it'll help you for a time, but like I said, I know it'll help you for a time. Because I used to get high like a motherfucker. But it's a Band-Aid. Eventually, you're going to have to face your problems with your mind unaltered. Okay? And I, and I know motherfuckers, they, they oh, yeah, 420, medicine. That's an excuse, dude. It ain't always medicine. If you're abusing it, it ain't medicine anymore. Now it's just abuse. You're just abusing drugs now. But yeah, I, I know weed's got medicinal benefits, particularly CBD or or if you take tinctures or, or whatever and you got cancer and stuff like that. I, I know weed is an amazing medicine, but... You know, let's be real, guys. I used to be a stoner. I used to get blunted. And, uh, you know, a lot of people abuse it. And it abuses you back, whether you, you, you know it or not. It's like nothing in life is free, guys. Nothing in life is free. When Obama went into office, he gave everybody a $600 stimulus check, right? By the time he left, if you weren't on his Obamacare, you were paying $600 a year. Come on, guys. Pay attention. Pay attention to your surroundings. That was the okie doke. Ain't nothing in life for free. So anyways, to all my people suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, all my ex-soldiers, ex-convicts, ex-police officers, ex-firemen, if you got PTSD... You ain't got to go do a Vipassana. You can. It's donation-based, which means if you're broke, you don't got to pay. I try to every single time because, man, I appreciate the healing that it gives me. So I always donate. But if you ain't got it, you ain't got to. Because that's not what it was about. It was, it was, it was de- developed for healing, for healing the mind. Knowing that our mind, our mind is a wild, untamed animal. Our mind has its own agenda. Yeah, we, 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 we're, we're in this vehicle, but the vehicle has all these different parts in it. A heart, the intestines, the this, the that. 
And each one of these organs can get different parasites and bacteria in it. Which means they're all different. But they're all alive. And they all got their own agendas. The heart and the mind are two different, you know, two different forces. And, you know, our mind is always, it's always running its mouth. It's our, it's, it's that, that roommate inside of our body that just says the stupidest shit and the craziest shit and the funniest shit. So what meditation does is it ropes that mind in. And uh, it helps you focus on the present moment. Helps you stay calm. Starts to clear your subconscious. There's a few things with meditation. Like I always say it brings you back to infancy when you were in your mother's womb. Because you meditate with your eyes closed. In the womb you were in darkness. You, you were focusing on the sensations of your body when you were in the womb. And that's what you do. That's what I do when I meditate. I bring it up to the experiential level. Focusing on the sensations in my body, not getting attached to those sensations, just observing them. If I got an itch, I sit through it. I used to not be able to. Now, if I get an itch in the middle of a meditation, I could sit through it for 45 minutes, an hour. Not not even scratch it. And usually it goes away within 5 to 10 minutes. But I used to not be able to do that. I've trained my mind. You know, I, I scan my body and I don't get addicted to any sensations on my body. I focus on my breathing just like when I was in my mother's womb. That's all I had was the sensations on my body, the darkness, and my breath. And that's what meditation is to me. It brings us back to our most innocent, infantile state when it was just us, the incubation of our mother's womb, and the creator of all things. You know, a lot of religions will tell you you got to ask Allah or Jesus or this person into your heart and this and that. Bullshit. Bullshit. And I'm not trying to diss anybody's religions. I'm telling you, if they're telling you you got to ask for God to be in your heart when you were born in his kingdom, fucking dumb, dude. That shit ain't right. You look at an infant, they've got God sparkling in their eyes. All that pure innocence. What happens is, as we get older, when the world fucking drags God out of us with all of its bullshit and its lies and its deception and its programming. But God's always been there. God, God was there the most powerful as a child. They want you to ask, you know, oh, God's, you know, you need to ask for Jesus to be in your heart or this. It's like they've, they've been there, dude. They were always there. Stop looking for superheroes to save you. Start becoming the superheroes. Yeah, we're not God, but we can do his work. Anyways, another rant and ramble. Yeah, today I, I'm just, I'm a little scattered today, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep going. Um. So, another thing with meditation is it brings you to the, the present moment. And when you're in the present moment, that's a good place to be because the present moment literally is all that is real. Yes, we have lived in the past. Yes, that existed, but it's gone. We stay in the present. That's where the magic happens. 
And I'm talking literal magic if you can wrap your heads around that. You know, you wonder how, you know, shit goes down on this planet with all these sick scoundrels, these sociopathic world leaders and elites and and corporations and how they get a stronghold on us. Well, look at the symbols they use for their 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 industries. Look at the 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 the, the the fruits they bear in their labor. These guys are black magicians. Dark arts magicians. They ain't even real magicians. They're sleight of hand. They use trickery. They use trickery and and, uh, and subconscious programming and predictive programming and, and uh, you know, they just, they plant seeds in, in, in our heads and... And, uh, you know, we get enchanted, but they ain't real magicians. They are using magic, but it ain't real, potent, true, powerful love magic. The magic that we could, you know, use with natural law from God and all that stuff. Anyways, another thing I noticed with meditation is... If you go within, you never go without. So you go within, you focus on the internal self, you 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 know thyself, you uh you rope your mind in, you train your mind, you get control over your mind. Well, Jeremy, man, oh man, I'm so ADD. I you know, I've tried meditation and it just doesn't work because I can't get my mind to... Co- hey, you know what? Clearly you didn't try it for long enough because nobody's more fucking ADD than me. And, and if anybody listen to me, I'm in my mid-40s and I'm bouncing off the walls like I'm 15, you know, 11 years old sometimes, right? You ask my friends. Nobody's more ADD than me. So I can sit here and make up all these fuck-ass excuses about why I can't meditate because, oh, well, you know, I... But I'm not going to fucking do that. What I did was, as I stayed at it, I stuck with it. Your mind's going to wander. I meditate every fucking morning, and guess what my mind does? Every fucking morning, it wanders. I'll sit down and meditate for a half an hour, 45 minutes... My mind will wander 15, 20 times between sex, violence, sex, violence, sex, violence. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I don't let it stop me. I bring my attention back, back to my breath. Sitting there, I'll be breathing, breathing, breathing. Well, what would you do if the cops came to your house and tried to give you a vaccine? Man, I'll fucking shoot those motherfuckers. Jeremy, focus on your breathing. Oh, yeah. Breathing. 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 Remember that chick with that fat ass? Jeremy, what are you doing? Man, focus on your breathing, man. You're meditating right now. Breathing. 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 Hey, remember the time when you got your ass beat by so-and-so when you were in high? Hey, 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 hey. Get your attention back to your breathing. That's like my mind, dude. It's bouncing off the fucking walls constantly. I bring it back to center. I bring it back to center. I have I have a mission. My mission is to heal from the trauma of my past. My mission is to to, to have control over my mind and my faculties. 
Because if I have control over that, I have control over my reality to a very extensive amount. We don't have complete control over our surroundings because we are at the mercy of the creator of all things. But I can tell you this. Once you get to know yourself and you meditate and, and, and you know about natural law, you have a lot more control over your surroundings. Another thing that will help you with post, uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, is working with plants. Gardening. Plants are very loving little creatures. You touch the earth, the earth will heal you. The magnetics from the earth, the vibrations from the plant world, this shit will heal you. I promise you. Man, I had bad post-traumatic stress disorder. I know there's motherfuckers out there that have it way worse than I did. I, I think for anybody that has bad post-traumatic stress disorder, you should be going to those 10-day meditations. Get your ass to a 10-day meditation. You, you really want to heal? You're really tired of all this shit? You're tired of getting drunk and yelling at your kids all the time or not being able to keep a girlfriend? Stop making up excuses. Go to the fucking 10-day silent meditation. Vipassana. Go to Vipassana. Be careful about what you tell them because, because you know, just like everything, we got a hierarchy of fucking religious zealots in these in, in this place. That uh, now they'll uh, now a lot of times they won't let you in. So be careful about how honest you are on your on your on your on your forms to get in there. Think about what they might hold against you. Don't enter. You know, if you feel like if you're too honest, they won't let you in. Uh, no, sir, I never did drugs. Oh, no, no, sir. No, 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 I have no mental, uh, pre-existing mental conditions. And I know that sounds fucked up because you're not supposed to lie, but, you know, I've seen a lot of people turned away because the fucking, the, the hierarchy of these fucking assholes, just like with any religion, and it's not a religion, but they've turned it into one. With anything, these assholes... Take it upon themselves to look down their noses at people and play God. And, uh, you know, they don't think about what the Buddha would do, the person that invented the Vipassana meditation. They think about what they would do in their fucking hierarchy. So, oh, no, no, we're going to... So I've had friends get turned away for bullshit. Like, doing different kinds of meditation than Vipassana. It's like, give me a fucking break, dude. Would the, what would the Buddha do? Would he turn this person away? Fuck no, he wouldn't. So anyways, I don't know, man. I beat post-traumatic stress disorder with meditation, exercise, a good diet. If you're eating that gluten, then the processed sugars, drinking fucking sodas and energy drinks and eating ice cream all the time and, 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 and not fucking, you know, loading up on fucking pizza and dairy all the time. Hey, man, you can count on some fucking nightmares for sure, man. Food affects your body too. Every once in a while, it's okay. But if you got a shit diet, you ain't exercising, you don't have a spiritual practice like meditation, yoga, tai chi, something constructive, you can look forward to a life of chaos, disarray, and, and, and suffering. And that goes for people that don't have post-traumatic stress disorder. Anyways, man, I'm, I'm looking back at the last 10 years of my life. I, I, after, you know, I remember I lived in, 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 in L.A. 
for my whole fucking life, except for when I was in jail. Um, and I didn't really travel much. Once I left that meditation, next thing you know, I started traveling all over the planet, dude. And then next, within, within a year, year and a half, I'm living in Hawaii, dude. I was living in fucking Hawaii after that, on, on the island of Kauai. And then I lived in Maui. And then I traveled for another 16 months after living in Hawaii for five years. Traveling from Hawaii to Tattoo in L.A. and Vegas. and You, you know what I mean? And I remember I used to sit in a prison cell reading tattoo artist magazines about tattooers traveling the world and banging hot chicks and fucking doing their art. And then you know, I used to dream about that shit from a prison cell. Well, I've done it all. If I had that much power from a fucking concrete and steel box with no freedom, imagine how much power you have as a free man or a semi-free man under this fucking Luciferian, satanic, demonic system that we're under right now. We got way more power than we give ourselves. Well, I give myself full power, full control of my life. I don't blame other people for my shit. I victimized myself for years while I was living a fascinating, incredible life. I let my mind victimize me for years. And then I finally, when I did that meditation and I realized, holy shit, dude, you've been fucking doing art for a living and smashing hot chicks. You've been feeling like shit all the time. What the fuck is your problem, bro? You've been torturing yourself. Let it go. Let Man, you need to let that shit go, blood. And I did. I let it go. And it got even more exciting and more incredible, more fascinating. And it's been that way, dude. Yeah, I've had some problems here and there in the last 11 years. But my reactions to these problems have changed because that's another thing. They want you... What's going on right now is we're, we're, we're witnessing the, the, the just human consciousness expand and become more aware of itself. We're starting to see, oh shit, the media is lying to us all the time. Oh shit, there is an agenda. Oh man, there might be fucking secret societies warring right now. That's why the deep state hates... The guy in office right now so much. And I'm not a registered voter. I just pay attention to the climate. Because I, I want to know what's going to happen in my world. You know how I'm going to be affected by these fucking assholes. And at the same time, I know I have a lot of power over my world. So, again, back to reacting. They want your reactions. They want you to react to it. Because the reactions that you give cause a chain reaction. If you let it, oh my God, COVID-19, I got to wear a mask everywhere. Oh God. And then lo and behold, what happens? It starts affecting your breathing and you wind up with headaches and you feel claustrophobic and, and, and this and that. And, and now it's hard to talk and, and all this shit, which is just affecting your, you know, it's a chain reaction from you reacting to shit. Good luck get me to wear a fucking mask. Hell no. I'll wear a Halloween mask to be a smart ass fucking kidding me i ain't gonna muzzle myself because a bunch of dipshits are scared well jamie you should wear the mask because fuck that they should get healthy well so people are immune compromised well they should be exercising eating right and taking supplements not my fucking problem if they don't care about themselves i don't care either fuck them okay better ask somebody
You don't give a shit about yourself. Don't look at me to care. It's like wounded animals in a herd. Man, you shouldn't have got wounded. That sucks. Oh shit, there's a wolf coming. Let's run. And fucking Johnny's going to take the bullet this time. You know, and that's that's what humanity is. We're, we're fucking a herd with a bunch of sick, festering dipshits that have no control over their minds, no control over their emotions, and now they're getting picked off by the predators and media and government and Hollywood and all this shit, all these fucking sick, occult, satanic, pedophile, rapist motherfuckers. And people are falling for it. Oh, don't you just love Madonna? Oh, she's so awesome. Meanwhile, y- y'all are going to find out about all these scoundrels. Y'all are going to find out. And I've been talking about this shit for 15 years. Y'all are going to find out. And and uh, believe me, I'm going to be the motherfucker. Yeah, I told you so. No, shut the fuck up. You were wrong for 15 years. Shut up. Your opinion doesn't matter right now. Oh, no, no, you supported these motherfuckers. That, that's the good thing about what's going on on our planet right now is, is everybody's fucking, they're, they're, they're all fucking confused and this and that. The bottom line is this. All these dipshits that are supporting all these causes that are fucking everyone over, thinking these people are cool because they're trying to be politically correct and virtue signal about how they're a hero, stay home, save lives, and all this other bullshit that they're getting involved in. Later... When shit really goes down and we remember who the fuck was getting involved in all this political correct bullshit, we're going to be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Sit back and listen. You ran your mouth on the streets and all these protests and all this bullshit that you were wrong about. Meanwhile, a bunch of satanic pedophiles were fucking children and playing, twisting your mind up on social media and Hollywood and television. And you backed all of them up, you dipshit. You weren't paying attention to the predators in the forest. We were trying to warn you, and you fought and argued with us. You argued with the with the people of your community to protect wealthy royalty who is abusing everyone. You defended. You had Stockholm Syndrome and defended the abusers. Shut up. Right? Because that's... Hey, that's where I'm going to be bad. Like, hey, man, I don't, you need to shut the fuck up, man. I don't take you seriously. Sit down and listen, okay? Clearly, me and my homies have been paying attention and we've been trying to warn y'all, and you ain't fucking listening. Sit back and learn, son. Learn from a player. Uh, uh. Shit, man. You, you fucking, you go sit in a jail cell for eight years of your life observing criminal behavior underneath the system, the government system. And when it comes to the government system with criminal-minded behavior being thrust upon you, it's pretty easy to decipher what the fuck is going on for me. I can see what the fuck these guys are up to, okay? I know the criminal mind and I know the system. Well, hey, now we got the system being criminal-minded. Shut the fuck up and listen, son. And that's how it is on these streets. Hmm. So anyways, man, meditation. You get in there, you go into the center of your being, you get lifted. You don't get high on weed no more. You get high on yourself. I mean, you get high on weed if you want. That's up to you. Uh, 
know, I drink I drink coffee and tea every day. Caffeine is is a drug. It's definitely mind altering. So you do whatever the fuck you want. But if you get that meditation in, man, that will change the game for you, dude. Get that meditation in. You'll notice within a few months, maybe even within a month, shit's changing. Oh man, I, man, I was I was mad for eight hours of the day. Shit, I've been meditating the last month. Now I'm only mad for seven hours of the day. Oh shit, I've been meditating for six months. Now I'm only mad for four hours of the day. You know what I mean? Now I only get mad for brief moments during the day, right? Because that was me, angry all day long, every fucking day, anxious all day long, you know, depressed, all this shit. And then then it got to the point where it's like, now it's just fleeting. It's just like, oh shit, just observe that sensation. It'll It'll be gone in five minutes or less. And that's the way it is now, right? I see videos, you know, uh, of people getting fucked up or executed, and I react, and it's just like, hey, Jeremy, sit back and relax. Don't react. You're going to find out the story here in the next few days. Watch. And lo and behold, the conspiracies unfold. The stories unfold. And you're like, oh, shit, man, they almost got me on that video. Shit, I had no idea he was a Freemason. Right? Anyways, guys, fucking uh, bottom line is, is if you're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, you're anxious, you're terrified, you don't want to sleep, you have addiction problems, you know, you're doing anything you can to escape your reality, what you need to do is go deeper into your reality to observe the reactionary parts of your mind and the reality that you're living in and the current moment you observe it you watch it go up and down up and down but you don't react to it you let it pass let that pass let that shit go and yeah you're going to react and yeah your mind's going to wander during your meditations but it's all good, dude. You rope it back in. You rope that wild monkey mind back in. And you focus on the breath. And you sit there and you do it for at least 15 minutes. If you can, do it for 20 minutes to a half an hour. If you're a G and you can do it for an hour, hour and a half like I've done, do that. I don't do that every day now. But, I mean, shit. You, you go sit in 10 days of silence where, where you're meditating you know, for an hour at a time, off and on, all day long, to where you're like, oh, shit, I just spent 10, 11 hours in meditation today. Boom. Amazing, magical shit happens from there. You start to realize you're more than your surroundings. What, we, what you had is, you know, what you grew up as. The, the, the churches were wrong. The schools were wrong. Your parents were wrong. Your, you, you know, you, you, your, your friends were wrong. Your television was wrong. The doctors lied to you. Science lied to you. Oh, oh my God. The whole fucking system was a lie. Holy shit. Time for me to develop my own system. Time to go within. To understand who the fuck I am. And how the fuck I can become a superhero. And not be affected by specific things in my life. 
not to allow this shit to drag me down or to keep me in the past or to keep me anxious and scared or angry or addicted. Meditation will help you. You don't know how to meditate? Fuck it. Go on YouTube. I tried to explain how to meditate with you guys. I I got another podcast. I want to say it was like in my first six podcasts where I did one on meditation. It's crazy because nobody, barely anybody listened to that podcast. I got like 100, 150 listens on all these other podcasts. But like I think I only got like 30 listens on my meditation podcast. And I'm like, man, that's the podcast people need to listen to the most. But to me, that's like me paying attention to my surroundings. I know how people think. It's like when I post something on Facebook, if I post something on Facebook where they busted Hollywood elites or politicians or whatever for child sex trafficking or whatever and it's definitive proof man it might get two likes if i post a picture of me smiling with a cheeseburger it gets like 150 likes it's like people just avoid the shit that they really need to face and and that's another thing that's happening right now in the present moment is we've been ignoring what we need to face for so long that now it's it's building up and now it's going to explode in our faces and we're going to have no choice but to face it and people like me are going to be like hey we've been trying to tell you you got to face this shit you got to face stop running stop running you're going to have to face it someday if you're not prepared to face it it's going to be way worse it's going to be bad but it could be way worse we're all going to have to face the shit we're scared of at some point that's one thing life has shown me. As I said earlier in this podcast, oh, I don't want to fight. God's going to make me fight. Oh, I don't like centipedes. God's going to make me sleep with a centipede. You know, all this shit. So, man, get prepared, dude. And once you go within and you start exploring that inner world, you start taming that mind. Dude, It's it, it, I swear to God, bro worlds open up you begin to understand holy shit god did make me in his image oh man i'm a creator holy shit holy shit i i can do incredible things i can create worlds i'm a gardener i'm a tattoo artist i'm a painter i'm a martial artist i'm a dancer I'm a skateboarder, I'm a chef, I'm a poet. Dude, I'm creating worlds. So yeah, man, you understand your temple. Clean your temple out. Clean your vessel, your spiritual being. Don't get fooled by tell a vision. All this bullshit is trickery to pull you away from yourself. You and the creator of all things are co-creating. You want to be a a fucking shitbag? Another human being? Just another fucking shadow? Or do you want to make an impact? You asked me about who the fuck I was 15, 20 years ago. I would have said, I'm just another piece of shit, dude. All I want to do is smash chicks and fucking... Get high all the time. I mean, I still, you know, want to smash chicks, but, uh, you know, I got a lot more control, self-control, man. A lot more discipline. 
So now my view of who the fuck I am is, is I'm like, man, I'm a vital, I'm a vital part of this ecosystem that we live in. I'm a vital part of this, this spiritual chessboard that we're on right now. Shit's going down. And I believe the creator of all things needs soldiers like me and my homies to fucking help awaken and, and battle the demonic forces that are are here. See, no, everybody wants to fucking watch Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, but nobody wants to believe that they are magicians. Yo, son, this shit is real. And the soldiers are like orcs. And motherfuckers like me are like Gandalf. This shit is real, dude. That shit is real life. Go within. Know thyself. Anyhow, I'm going to let you guys go. I rambled long enough. It wasn't a very organized podcast. For all my dudes suffering and, and chicks suffering for PTSD, sexual traumas, abuse, emotional, mental, whatever fucked up traumas you're suffering from, whatever ghosts from the past are haunting you, you could chase those motherfuckers out of your temple, dude. Chase those ghosts and those demonic forces out of your temple. Meditate. Rope your fucking mind in. Rope your emotions in. Chase that shit out of your temple. You don't need that shit. Banish that shit. I banish shit out of my temple every day. I pray for the world every motherfucking day. Believe me, this is spiritual warfare. In every religious text from around the world, ancient secret society, the only motherfuckers that tell you different are modern man. Education system. Science, junk, garbage, popular, fuck all, Neil deGrasse, fucking Bill Nye, shit science that doesn't help anyone. It's a fucking fantasy fairy tale world of NASA and a bunch of other Nazi garbage. Some of you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. For those of you that don't, look up NASA Nazi connection. Look up NASA Vatican connection. Look up hunting Hitler Fucking Nazis have been raining terror down on the planet and all these guys were into the occult and magic. <sighs> know yourself. Become a magician. Not a black magician. There's there's too many of them. Out. Become a real motherfucking magician. Become a fucking a Christ-like figure. A Buddha-like figure. A vessel of health, healing, and love. Anyways, guys. Heal yourselves. Get with it. If you like my podcast, smash like. Share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. Uh, I don't make any money off this podcast. Uh, I do it as a labor of love. Just to get the information out there, we are in some challenging times. Spiritual warfare right the fuck now. Third dimension hitting the fourth and fifth dimension as we see it. World War Three has already begun. This shit is spiritual now. I love you guys. Take care.